Montana. News with Jay Scott, bringing you what impacts you in your town. Here's Jay. A judge has approved a temporary emergency ban on flavored vaping products beginning Wednesday. District Judge Jennifer Lint ruled Tuesday against vape shop owners who had sued to block the emergency ban from taking effect. The judge sided with state health officials who said the rise of youth vaping and the unexplained increase in lung illnesses are two emergencies that left them no choice. Lint repeatedly said in her order that flavored vaping products provide an easy on-ramp to hook kids on nicotine, threatening the progress made in reducing tobacco sales. Quote, preventing further harm to the public health is more important than preventing economic harm to vapor product businesses, Lint wrote. With the ruling, Montana will join 36 other states, including New York and Massachusetts, that have banned flavored e-cigarettes. As of last week, there had been 2,400 confirmed and probable cases of lung illnesses and 52 deaths nationwide attributed to vaping, according to the Centers for Disease Control. There have been five vaping-related lung illnesses and one death in Montana to date, according to the judge's ruling. Helena City Commissioners have voted to dissolve the advisory board for the Helena Civic Center. City commissioners voted to end the current board and identify or create a new advisory body to support and oversee the Civic Center by January of 2021. Monday's vote came after several months of dispute between the board and the commission. Objections to City Manager Anna Cortez's plan to move management of the Civic Center from the Community Facilities Department to Park Recreation and Open Lands Department was a major factor. Commissioners said Monday they had specific concerns about the Civic Center Board. The Civic Center Board managed its own bank account until earlier this year, and members do not have term limits. They are all volunteers. Supporters of the resolution said they didn't believe the Civic Center was being used to its full potential. Some suggested board members had not been receptive to proposed changes aiming at bringing in a greater variety of events and more revenue. Opponents of the change, including board president Judy Klein, said they only made recommendations and city staff members were ultimately responsible for the programming. City Manager Anna Cortez said the dissolution of the Civic Center Board has taken effect. She said city leaders will now start planning how to choose a new advisory structure. The Billings Chamber of Commerce has begun removing one of its tourism campaigns after a local blogger criticized the campaign's language and imagery as tone-deaf a blogger, Alexis Bonagowski, said three billboards and literature on Visit Billings website promoting tourism in eastern Montana promoted, quote, structural and overt racism that exists in our community. Bonagowski argued that the billboards and some of the language on the website ignored what she called hundreds of years of genocide, forced assimilation, and racism brought on Native Americans by white colonials during the 19th century era of Manifest Destiny. 
That was the belief in the divine right of white settlers to expand across North America. Visit Billings has already requested that billboards be removed, that all visitors' guides be pulled from local businesses, and is working to scrub the offensive language and imagery from its website. Until Bonagovsky's article, Visit Billings had received no complaints about the campaign. Visit Billings is part of the nonprofit Billings Chamber of Commerce. It is funded partly by lodging taxes in Billings and eastern Montana. Four new utilities from around the West have joined the California Western Energy Imbalance Market. Starting in 2021, the utilities will be able to trade electricity in real time with utilities in Montana, as well as California, Washington, Oregon, Idaho, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, and Wyoming. If someone is short of electricity on a given day, the others will be able to step in and fill the gap. If there's a surplus, the others will see if they can make use of it. The Washington-based timber company Warehouser has agreed to sell its nearly 1,000 square miles of timberland in Montana to a private company for $145 million in cash. How the transaction will affect land in northwest Montana, mostly in the Salish Range from Kalispell to Libby, is not clear. The sale is expected to close sometime next year. A company press release did not disclose the name of the buyer or whether the buyer intends to manage the parcels for timber production or sell them off for private development. Warehouser merged with Plum Creek Timber Company in 2016, forming the largest private owner of timberland in the U.S. with more than 20,000 square miles. Missoula County Commissioners on Wednesday signed a letter to U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo giving their consent to the resettlement of refugees within Missoula County. The consent of both state and local elected officials is now required under an executive order issued in September by President Donald Trump. Governor Steve Bullock and Missoula Mayor John Engine have already agreed to allow resettlement in Missoula. 343 individual refugees have moved to Missoula. They're from the Democratic Republic of Congo, Syria, Iraq, and Eritrea. No one spoke at the meeting against the letter of intent. Quote, unless you can trace your lineage back to indigenous folks, you're an immigrant, said Commissioner John Slotnick. We're all children of immigrants, and all our relations came here fleeing someplace else. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.